0: morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes. So make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. morning bitches and welcome back to wellness for real your favorite podcast where we talk about all things wellness it's your girl marlena and i'm here today with my co-host felicia what's up girl hey everybody and our special guest today is naomi how you doing good hi everyone So excited to have you on the show and thanks for making this work like so quickly. Normally we like batch record. So we're recording with people like weeks before the show's actually yeah, but we're actually doing this the Friday before it airs. So it's kind of fun. So
1: fun. I love I'm it. excited.
2: Yeah. It worked out well. Yeah. Fridays are a good day for me.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so for anybody who's not familiar with who you are, do you just want to introduce yourself to our listeners?
2: Sure. Uh, my name's Naomi. my Instagram handle is Naomi's wellness journey. Um, I'm 32, a uh, mom of two cute little kids and I'm just hanging out in Oregon trying to lose weight, get well, get fit.
0: I love it. So do you want to talk to us a little bit about your wellness journey? Um, sure. like how did it start? where where did you get started?
2: So for most of my my entire life I've been overweight plus size and i've tried i've had a lot of false starts um but this one stuck in november of 2019 literally the day after halloween i was just like so shot my body was super sore from trick-or-treating with my kids and i'd seen plenty of ww ads so i was like i'm gonna try this i'm gonna do the three months for like it was like 1999 or something and so i signed up and I've been with it since then. So just easing into kind of what healthy and being fit meant to me. So I really just focused on my eating, tracking my food. And then in March of 2020, I like the very beginning, right before COVID or anything, I had to get my gallbladder out. And then right after that, the world shut down. So from there, I started working out in my living room while still tracking. And it's kind of evolved from there. And I joined orange theory in June of 2021. Um, and so that's where I work out now. I still, I still work out at my apartment gym sometimes, but I love orange theory. I love being able, I love group fitness. It's like my favorite thing.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, you mentioned that like you had tried like most of us, right. You've tried to lose weight or tried diets or, you know, tried to turn things around previously. What do you think was different? this time for you?
2: I think the biggest difference was I had a firm why I didn't have any other reasons beforehand of just like pure, like being vain. Like I want to lose weight. So someone will like me or so I feel pretty. And like equating that to, to beauty was so wrong. And my, like, as I look back, I wish I could like hug my 20 year old self. Like you're beautiful. Trust yourself. Like you'll get it right. You're fine. So I think my, my why was the biggest change and it was for my kids and just not wanting to feel so bogged down all the time. I was still so young, I wasn't even 30 yet. So it was just, you know, now I'm 32 and in better shape than I think I was even in college.
0: That's awesome. That's how it was for me to just kind of get, got to a point where I was like, just sick of my own shit, you know, just like (laughs) over myself and excuses and just really wanted to make a huge change. Um, so you mentioned that you, so are you still on WW right now? You still track with WW? Okay. Yes, I
2: still track with WW, um, their personal points plan. It's so similar to what blue was for, for when I first joined that I haven't felt too much of like too many growing pains with the change in the program Um, but I've also had a lot of months of maintenance which has been I think the biggest reason why I've kept going and kept losing at times because I haven't had an all or nothing and I've been able to enjoy things and have a couple days maybe even a week where I'm just like you know I'm tracking but I'm not actively trying to lose weight right now and I think that's been so helpful.
0: I feel like that's so important to do throughout a weight loss journey. And it's something that a lot of people wouldn't think about, Mm -hmm. um, that like you should practice maintaining what you've lost so far, because I don't know about you, but like for me, weight loss almost gets like addictive, especially when you're in it deep and you're losing a lot of weight. And every week you're seeing those pounds dropping, it can become really addictive, but like your body needs a break from that. And your mind most importantly also needs a break from that. Right.
2: Yes. i can't i can't spend every week and every weekend being like we can't go to this restaurant we can't do this because i need to find something that fits in my day and i'm really just like i need to find something that fits in my life so if my family we like to go out to eat on the weekends um when i do get together with friends i like to enjoy it have drinks and not feel restricted and that's i know that there there are times on WW and I know there are plenty of people that have felt it's too restrictive, but I also think it's so important how you choose to work the plan. And if you're going to work it restrict, like if you're going to be restrictive on anything, it's not going to be maintainable or sustainable. And that's been my biggest learning experience. I think too, is just like, okay, we're not always going to lose five pounds in a week. Sometimes (laughs) we're going to gain two pounds, but we're also going to have a great memory with our friends or our family. And we can lose that two pounds next week, you know?
0: Totally. And you saying that seems like such a, like simple thing that we can like think, right. But when you're in it and like, you're so conditioned to think that like, that's a bad thing, right? Like going out with friends and gaining a couple pounds, like from from the day before, right. Like we're so conditioned to think that's like awful, but it's so important in your weight loss journey to like learn that that's normal. (laughs)
2: Yes, weight well, fluctuates.
1: A long so yes. The of weight loss is maintenance. So at some point you are going to be in not a losing phase, you will be in a maintenance phase. And if you don't know how to do that, I think for a lot of people that's harder than losing weight. And totally. so just like Marlena said, you know, I was testing that already before I kind of lost weight. I'd have days where I wouldn't track so that when I got to that space, I was comfortable with it because it's a mind thing too. Like it's really a mind game um, when you're not losing anymore. Completely.
0: Yeah, totally is. Um, So you mentioned that you love OTF. So I'm interested in like your fitness, the fitness aspect of your journey. Like, were you always an active person? previous to like starting, I know you said you were like sore from trick-or-treating,
1: which yeah. I can relate
0: to that where you like go for a, you know, when, before you were this active person, like you would go for like something that seems simple to most people, but like, you know, so was there ever a period in your life where you were like an active person or did it kind of evolve later with your wellness journey?
2: Um, I was super active in high school and middle school. I played basketball and I would, I was on travel teams. And then my summer before my junior year of high school, I decided to stop playing basketball and that kind of just snowballed into me gaining a bunch of weight. Cause I wasn't, I was so active and then I stopped and I was still eating. Like I was as active as I was before. <laughs> and we just, it was a nice snow, like, I don't know, building a snowman. I was just rolling and collecting <laughs> the snow as time went on. Um, <laughs> but I've always enjoyed like, sports and when I feel in shape like when I get in good shape I love that feeling like after a workout you know you pushed yourself hard um and so I, I found that like that itch has been scratched again with OTF because there's so many different benchmarks there's signature workouts and you're all, and you're just competing with yourself and that's the most fun too like oh I only ran like 1.2 miles the last 12 minute run for distance and now I ran And like, you see those, that progress and it's there, the data is there. So I've been an active person and I've definitely had moments where I wasn't as active. I feel better when I'm moving.
0: Yeah, for sure. So do you want to explain what OTF is just for anybody or orange theory fitness for anybody who is unfamiliar and maybe wants to try it because it seems to be like, um, something that a lot of people really, really enjoy. I personally hate group fitness. (laughs) that's just my own personal <laughs> preference i like to work out alone um but it does seem to give a lot of people that sense of community that they really need to like get their fitness journey going a lot so of people
1: on that like orange theory lately i've heard it a lot lately yeah
0: just- so what was your experience like starting out with orange theory
1: so starting out with orange theory it was actually
2: like it was because of my instagram that i even joined so they had reached out to me to to join their back at it challenge free of ca- free of charge um they would set me up with my local studio and I was like kind of nervous about it and then I talked to my friend Kelly and she's like just do it and Nisha as well who Nisha is like the original Orange Theory baddie she uh-
0: <laughs> seriously they need to sponsor yeah. her <laughs>
2: seriously they do they do um so they reached out I joined I, I did that challenge. Amber as well did that. She was doing the same thing as me. So we both did the back added challenge. Um, and then that was over and my studio was like, hey, do you wanna keep joining? Or like, do you wanna keep going? Like you can join. So I joined and I signed up and um, basically starting out, I was super intimidated because there are people there that, I mean, we have some people at my studio who run like five minute miles on benchmark days. And I'm just like, what are you doing
0: on the treadmill? <laughs> oh my god five minutes that's nuts that's insane I would Um, die
2: so I was intimidated there's so much like lingo and all this stuff but everyone's super welcoming I think that's the biggest the the most helpful part is everyone's really friendly so I joined and I started out power walking and just built from there and and just reminded myself and they also offer like modifications which is something that I'm always going to like champion is modify if you need to. It's still a good workout. You're still working your body. Um, And so I just kind of eased into their templates and the way they do things. And now I can run and do different weightlifting moves I didn't know I could do. And I used to do the rower, but my back's been bugging me. So now I'm doing the strider. But yeah, I would say if you're nervous to try Orange Theory, go try it because you will be, pleasantly surprised how nice everyone is and how easy it is to kind of just like fall into a rhythm and get comfort there.
0: It seems like a really good place to start, like regardless of where you're at with fitness, even if you've never worked out before, it seems like they're really great at exactly what you're saying, like helping you modify and kind of find your place and then grow from there, Um, which is so important because you really don't find that at all, especially group fitness atmospheres. No, no. No, like no. I've done some <laughs> group fitness classes where you show up and they're like speaking to you in all these lingo and like, I don't know, like having you do shit you've never done before, like to the yeah. max. And it's just too much.
2: <laughs> yes. No, this is definitely orange theory is definitely a safe place to start out. And there's so many different fitness levels and yeah, I really love it. And I, I love the friends that I've made there. So it's, it's cool. great.
0: Yeah. I love that. So you mentioned your, your back issues that you've been having, which can relate. Um, and for me, like pain has taught me so much throughout my journey. Uh, so I have been watching you and I know you've been having these back issues, but I'm seeing you still doing what you can do like yes. through that. And I, I feel like a lot of the times when people are on a fitness or wellness journey, Um, and they have those injuries or they have those setbacks or those like reoccurring chronic issues. They're like, fuck it. Right. They just kind of give up. Um, so I would love for you to kind of talk about like your mindset going through like this injury.
2: Um, I'd say so for as far as like, it's, it really is a mental mental game. Like it's so hard last week. Um, was really difficult for me to be perfectly honest. I was like, so down on myself and, you know, because you feel like you're starting over from day one and that's a really hard place to get out of. But I, I feel like with the time that I've spent working out and I know, you know, a walk is enough. Walking is so powerful. And if that's all you can do right now, do that. Um, you don't need to lift crazy weights. You don't need to do crazy, like body weight moves to <laughs> to to lose weight or to get fit so um for me it's just that idea of not giving up and that this is just a setback but i can still do x y and z so that's what i'm going to focus on and also remembering how important recovery is and that is something that i'm still working on i have to get my stretching routine in um my boyfriend's sister she's an athletic trainer and she's like you're not 20 anymore. You're going to need to stretch after <laughs> and not just the, like two minutes after orange theory stretching, like come home, heat your back, <laughs> take a bath with Epsom salt and yeah. then stretch for another 15, 20 minutes. So yeah, I don't know with injuries. It's really easy to use it as an excuse to give up. I think it's just, you kind of have to game plan. Like, okay, so I can't run, but I can walk. I can't lift weights, but I can do like, body weighted movements without the weight.
0: Totally. Yeah. And I think for me too, um, or just in general, right. Like for all of us, like pain is there to teach us something like your body is in pain because it's telling you something that's your, yes. that, that's the way your body speaks to you. Like, so for, I, I know for me, I was having chronic sciatica issues and it was because I wasn't spending enough time strengthening my core. I wasn't spending enough time, um, focusing on my form and stretching and all of those things. So I really had to take a step back and reevaluate how I was working out and make those adjustments. And I'll say, I mean, it took time. It took a lot of consistency, but like, I don't ever have those pains anymore. Um, but it's a process, right? I mean, it probably took me over a year of really being consistent with my core training, um, to like get past that. So yes.
2: And totally my, my core, I literally was telling Charles yesterday. I was like, I need to make sure I'm holding my core. Like flexing it and actually working on that form because that's always been a weak spot for me anyways and that's why my back hurts like
1: yep <laughs> my core <laughs>
0: my core has to stronger
1: yes I <laughs> I've been feel dealing you with the knee issue for the last couple of months and I've really had to just like you said I could have just stopped doing everything but I can walk I mean I can't walk on in an incline but I can Walk flat and I can walk a little faster. And it's just instead totally. of not doing anything, I just have to rework it. And that's what I've been doing. So
0: totally. And there's such a misconception too that when you have pain, now obviously, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a professional. So please don't come for me. But <laughs> nine times out of 10, if you're experiencing pain, resting like a full on just rest, not doing anything is only going to make it worse, especially if it's back yes. pain or sciatica pain. The best thing you can do is walk and move your body and it will yep. heal, yes, um, which is always what we're, we're told to do the opposite. Right. Or like, Oh, mm-hmm. you should rest. And yeah, rest is extremely important. Um, but moving through pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Active rest. Active exactly. Rest. Exactly. Um, so besides OTF, is there any other like movement or anything else that you love to do?
2: I was, I mean, I still love her, but what, what really got me like in a solid routine was, um, Heather Robertson on YouTube. She had a bunch of low impact videos and I did her 12 week challenge twice. Um, she's the best she's in Canada. Everything's free. It's really well programmed. And honestly, I think part of the reason why I didn't like totally die. My first orange theory class was because I had been doing her workouts. And so I had like some idea of movements and what things were called and what I should look like when I'm doing them. And <laughs> <laughs> So go, like YouTube is a great resource. If you don't want to go to a gym, you don't have access to a gym, but if you do have a phone, a TV that has YouTube, use it. It's, there's so much free workout stuff on there. Like it's insane how much good stuff is there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious about your family. Like just what were their response to you sort of changing your lifestyle? Like, are they, are they like kind of a part of it? Like your boyfriend, your kids, like how did they react to the change? Um, My
2: kids are young enough where I don't think that they like, be like, oh wow, mom was 300 pounds and now she's 230 pounds. I think (laughs) that they're just like, oh, mom's moving around a lot more. I think maybe my stepdaughter might have like some she probably may notice a little bit more like that. I can get around and move around a lot easier with them and can run around with them. Um, but my boyfriend has been supportive. He loves it because now like, if I'm not dreading, if he's like, let's walk here or like, what if we did like a walk run with the kids? Um, and he eats anything I make. So that also makes it a lot easier. He's not picky. (laughs) My son is so picky though, but, uh, so it's, it, they have made it actually very easy to keep my routine keep focused on my goals keep my eating how i'd like it to be okay. um, and i'm thankful for that because i know that's not everyone's experience so i i do consider myself very lucky that i have a partner that is willing as though there are some growing pains with it allowing me to kind of like rework what my routine and what i need it to look like and make sure that works with my family. Um, and he offers a lot of support. And as far as when I'm at class or I want to go, you know, if I want to take an extra class or something like that, he's there. He's ready. He's down to hang with the kids. Um, and he never complains about what I'm cooking. So we're good to go on that. <laughs>
0: So how do you balance all of this? Like your wellness journey, being a mom, working, like, working. that's a lot. <laughs> it yeah.
2: is a lot. And I think part of it is that I try not to think about how much it is.
1: <laughs> I'm going to try that. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> right? Avoidance. I'm just like, this is what we do. This is how we do it. So I, I do work full time. Um, my schedule, I work Sunday through Thursday. So I have Fridays, Saturdays off. Um, Charles's work schedule is a little bit more flexible so that kind of helps and then Cassius is finally in school. So he was like he was two about to turn or going to turn 3 so he was going to go into preschool right when covid started. So of course all that like stopped. There were no there were no like daycares, preschools for a while when everything shut down and then getting a spot in them when they actually opened up was also super difficult. So Cassius's school schedule helps me balance it. Charles helps me a lot. And then just fitting it in when I can, I think if I've I've just made everything so routine and that's what my day looks like. So it doesn't feel like too much work. There are days where it feels overwhelming and I'm wanting to crawl under a rock and like have just a break of like, why, why is there so much going on? But really I'd say, um, once you do find the routine, you find the foods that you like to eat, things that are easy to make, you know, like I, I just like kind of have like a standard like baseline or outline of like what we can cook, like a protein, a carb, a veggie. And then sometimes I'll get a little creative, but really it's like so basic. And then my work, I, I clock in, I do my job and I clock out. So I don't have a lot of like, I don't have a very high stress job. I think that helps too. So I can kind of separate when I'm at work, I don't have to take work home with me, even though I work remotely. Um, so just fitting it in my day, making it a part of everyone's routine. The kids know when I go to the gym, the kids know when they're going to be with dad. And that's super helpful.
0: You mentioned those days where you're like, just kind of over it, where things do feel overwhelming because those happen to everybody, right? Yes. Um, what do you do on those days? Like, do you have like a a routine for that or like a self-care plan where you kind of realign yourself to your goals or how do you deal with those it Because everybody gets those, right? Like I even usually, still get them sometimes.
2: Usually it starts with a phone call to my mom or one of my sisters. Um and I'll have a good cry. That's like I'm like a car crier. I got I gotta go in my minivan, lock the doors, get on my <laughs> <laughs> have a have a nice little vent sesh. Um And that honestly, when I talk to, and to my sisters or to my mom, like, I honestly just feel so like I have a reset. They're just like my hard reset is being able to just connect with people that I know, like know me through and through and understand me and will validate what I'm feeling, but also help me find solutions. Um, Like really, that's what I do on those days is I call my mom (laughs) or my sisters and they kind of help me take it one step at a time it's like okay so you're feeling overwhelmed by this what can you do instead of this or who, who can you ask for help um and so the phone call uh sometimes just like a long bath and also vegging out on the couch like if I can just like watch one hour of some reality show I love the housewives if I can just like like half watch it scroll my phone. Like sometimes that helps too.
1: checking out a little bit, checking out a little (laughs) bit. And
2: then also a workout. If I'm having a bad day and it is a day that I like know that I'm going to orange theory, or if I do have time to go to the gym at my apartment, I will go because I've noticed from the times that I've had to rest because my body was like screaming at me with pain, like, okay, you need to take a break. Like still my mental, like how I feel mentally, I can tell the difference versus when I can move my body and get that extra like angst out, right? And get those endorphins back. So I guess those are my like workouts are all good <laughs> things. for or my mom and sisters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and crying. I love that. And Cry- crying crying is so underrated, like, or just so conditioned to think that it's like such a negative thing. But it's like scientifically proven that yeah. crying releases cortisone. So when you're stressed out, Fucking cry, let, your sh- like let an yourself let yourself feel it. Yes.
2: Like, I don't I, I feel like I don't cry when I'm sad unless I see something like sad on TV. But like really, like <laughs> I cry when I'm like stressed out or angry now. And it's usually in my car. And I'm just like, who's driving past me? That's <laughs> <laughs> seeing me cry like that poor woman in the minivan. What is she doing? What's she <laughs> going through? But crying, I, I'm totally for it. Cry, she let does. it out.
0: Absolutely. Um, so so you talked a lot about like the, obviously your food and your fitness and all of that. Um, and something we talk so much about on the show is the importance of, of taking care of your mental health as well and your mind. Um, so what does that look like for you throughout your wellness journey? A lot of self-reflection,
2: whether it's journaling or just honestly, like jotting down a notes in my iPhone, <laughs> just when I like have moments of clarity, um, about a lot of self-reflection and kind of like forgiving myself for things that I maybe feel shame for, or wish that I had done differently. Uh, I think that that's, if you write it out, it's the most helpful way for me. And also, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. I don't know, not forgiving myself. I, I guess it is kind of like forgiving yourself, right? Like for past versions of you, they were who you were and Uh, they got you to where you are now. So be kind to them. Um, I still struggle with like anxiety, but I do know that I'm in a better place than I was from my journaling, my reading um, and just moving my body. I, I really physical fitness or just physical activity, not even fitness, like just moving to move is just so helpful to me. And like, just like a calm walk that helps clear my head. That helps me. I can talk to myself, basically run through things that I'm feeling like angsty about or worried about and figure out what I can do to relieve that. Even if I don't have control over what's bothering me, I can figure out what I can do to help me feel relief. And so I think in a wellness journey, it's a lot of self-reckoning and reflecting on, um, you know, how can you get your brain in shape too? Not just your body.
1: Huge.
0: Yeah, totally. It's a, there's a lot of balancing of like being really kind to yourself, but also like, don't do not, that again. Yeah. yeah. But also like not dealing with your own bullshit. Right. Yeah. Like yes. it's kind of this constant, like balancing act of those two things. Totally.
2: It is. And it's hard because I'm like, well, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. And I'm like, ah, it was pretty bad. Like <laughs> we're not doing that anymore.
1: Like- and I think it's recognizing that when you, a lot of times when you have a significant amount of weight to lose, that that weight is there. It's not just about the food. That mm-hmm. it's there because you're using food for other reasons and to totally. recognize that and understand that and try to figure out your way around that. Completely.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask if you, if you had like, if you've had that like aha moment of like the root of like your issues with food or like, did you feel like you had issues with food? Like, I feel like every obviously everybody's different. Right? Everybody's journey is different. Yeah. Um, but I'm just kind of curious, like, um, what your relationship with like food and, and fitness and all of that was when you first started this journey.
2: My relationship with food was really uh, kind of fraught. Like (laughs) I used it as um, just something to do. I was bored. I was a new mom, so I didn't have a lot going on. Um, Charles was working two jobs at the time. So he would be out late for his second job. And it was just like routine for me to have wine and then be like, hey, can you bring back some food? And that's after eating all day. And so I think it was just more so I I was just trying to fill something <laughs> that I didn't have because it was, sure. it's, it's really hard being a new parent and kind of your identity is totally lost this little brand new baby's here and you're trying to figure everything out and you're like, wow, like, what am I doing? So I think for me, I wouldn't say, I, I don't know if I would use the word binging to describe my eating but I definitely over ate a lot and it was usually um just out of pure like oh like I need to have this I've been thinking about this I want this and I'm gonna eat all of this and it's it's gonna make me feel so good and then it's like okay how many times is that gonna make you feel so good and you get up there you're look in the mirror and you don't recognize yourself or you think that you don't look how you actually look like <laughs> I don't know um I think recognizing that just because something's there doesn't mean I need to have it has been huge for me. And, you know, I still have, you know, sometimes it's like, yeah, I do want to have like a late night snack and that's totally fine. That's, and you have to learn how to do everything in moderation and how to do everything, um, healthfully. Right. Like what's, if, if me having like a, Taco Bell little feast with Charles like once every two months after we have a like date night on the couch or something that's that's totally normal that's fine but it doesn't need to be every night and I think that was where I was at when I started was every night I was requesting some kind of fast food and I would just be gorging myself
1: so it went from routine to now it's intentional when you exactly yes which makes a huge difference
0: Yeah, definitely. So how how do you feel like your confidence has like evolved through your journey?
2: I think it has come back. So I was very, I like to think I was very confident in my younger years. I think that looks a little bit different now as a 32 year old, like what what I think was confident back in in my (laughs) 20s is very different. Yeah, Um, totally. (laughs) So I would say I did a lot of faking it growing up and then it totally disappeared after I had Cassius I was just kind of like feeling like a blob and didn't know myself I didn't know what what did I like to do what were my hobbies who was I um and so through this journey I feel like I've claimed and also found new parts of me and that has made me feel so good like (laughs) to not just immediately want to just like hide who I am not feel confident in what I'm wearing like as silly as it sounds but just like feeling strong and like good in the clothes that I'm picking and like wearing what I want and speaking my mind and feeling comfortable enough to share my journey with everyone that's chosen to follow along like those are huge things for me because I I do have moments where I kind of just want to hide back you know (laughs) be a little bit anonymous and um but as far as my confidence I feel like It has grown so much and I feel so good about the woman that I am today versus where I was in November of 2019.
1: It's great. That's
0: amazing. It is. I love following you. You're just such a, like, just a bright light. Like you just always make me feel just so like happy. You just exude
1: joy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So much joy. I love your dances. Yeah. So yep. if you guys don't follow Naomi, you definitely need to go give her a follow. What's your handle? Just so you can drop that real quick. I'm uh, really no bad news. at that.
2: I believe there's an underscore wellness journey. So
1: no, Oh God. I you're, good. I you post like every day. I'm like this, you must, I'm like, she cooks all the time. Cause you post cooking all the time. So I got to know, you have some favorites, some favorite um, things that you cook, that you cook on your journey
2: my favorite things to cook. I'm obsessed with salmon. Like I love salmon, but that's like not like a real recipe. Cause I just like, kind of, I like, I go with vibes when I'm cooking. Um, Same. I love a baked, like casserole dish. My mom is from the Midwest. So I love, I love casseroles or hot dish as you guys call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'd say like my favorite things to cook are definitely salmon breakfast tacos tacos of any sort but breakfast tacos are my favorite and like a baked rice or pasta dish they're so easy and you would think that they wouldn't fit into wherever you're tracking but they fit in so well it's the yes. best
0: and they keep you full yes <laughs> that's the best part so do you have a favorite kitchen gadget I know Felicia I wants the to ask fryer. you <laughs> the air fryer
1: the staple do you cook anything create like something in there that maybe people wouldn't think
2: no, I'm so basic with it because I get <laughs>
1: nervous. <laughs> Have you ever cooked salmon in it? What'd you say? Sorry. Have you ever tried salmon? Cooked salmon? Yes. Yeah, sa- yeah, salmon perfect. in the
2: air fryer is the best. It's, so easy. It's so, it's easy. so easy. it's so easy. It's so good. Easy. Marlena, I know you know about the Costco salmon. It is so good. I don't it's know
1: top about top the Costco beer. salmon. Oh
2: my gosh.
0: Costco is salmon the- is the best salmon. Like Better than any salmon you'll get at a restaurant. Is it the grand Costco it's the Kirkland brand, okay? okay. Yeah. It's the frozen and it's already got the skin removed and they're a thick, juicy. Mm, I just ate my last one last week so I need to take a trip to Costco oh, this week. it. How
1: long do we like you towels? cook it I'm in your air fryer? Salmon.
2: Get an air fryer and get Costco salmon. That's my biggest.
1: How <laughs> long all you need. In the air fryer for. How long?
2: Um I I air fry it for I mean I like it a little like not I like it cooked all the way through, but I think I do like 10 minutes maybe it gets it perfect maybe 13 minutes
0: I just cook it till it's done (laughs) I don't know I hear when people ask about air fryers yeah they're like what time because we all have different ones they're all so different I've owned so many air fryers and they're all Completely different. Like one That's at 400 true. will cook your food perfect <laughs> for 20 minutes, and the other one will like undercook totally. it. Like the, it. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to open that basket. Is it brown yet? No? Put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all you got to do.
2: Is it cooked in the middle? Okay. We yeah. can do this. That's all you got to do.
0: And if you're scared and you don't have a meat thermometer, get yourself a meat thermometer. Everybody the should yeah, have one yeah, of totally. those. I
2: have one, but I like don't trust it because I don't know how <laughs> to get ready. <laughs> I'm like, nah
0: oh that's too funny you're like I don't know about this technology
2: uh this looks high enough all right I, like I never know the quite I'm like over 150 we're good that has to be it right there's
0: <laughs> so I want to talk about your Instagram page a little bit more what inspired okay. you to like start documenting your journey like when did you start did you start your page right away
2: I started it right away I want to say like pretty like probably the week of if not the day of um and uh Felicia Felicia you know she's the I feel like she like the queen the queen of, of all of all things wellness Instagram so yes. um I was like well why not like she's eating food that I that I would eat like okay she's she's done it so I think it was just that just to have like also I didn't want to at first I was like very ashamed of my starting weight and of the fact that I wanted to lose weight as silly as it sounds. So I didn't wanna like everyone in my personal life to see it, but for how I process things, I also needed a place where I could have it out there, which sounds so crazy cause it's a public Instagram, like anyone could find it. Um, but it felt more of like, it felt like a safer place than just like my private Instagram where I'm like, oh, <laughs> hey, person I haven't talked to since. <laughs> high school graduation I weigh 300 pounds and I want to lose weight what are you doing like now I don't now I don't care I mean I there was a point I I'd say just a few months into actually documenting it on my Instagram on my wellness Instagram that I was just feeling way more free and open and like feeling comfortable to share numbers which was also a huge thing for me to actually share my starting weight um and yeah, I just needed a place. Also, I can't like talk Charles's ear off, off about it all the time. Like he's like, what's a WW point? I don't know. Why, why are you talking <laughs> to me about that? So <laughs> that's, that's really why like just wanting a place that was where there were like-minded people.
0: It's like, you want a community. Totally. So you've you definitely have met your community and I'm, I'm so glad that our paths have crossed. And yes. I found you. Um. And it's just, it's so amazing to have that like support system. Like it's weird. Like my internet friends have become like more, uh, like people I talk to more regularly than people who have been in my life for like 20 yeah. plus years. It's just kind of wild. Um, but it is amazing to have people who are just doing the same thing that you're doing or have the same goals. And, um, exactly. Just, yeah. Have your little, your, your group and your, it your, feels, you find your people. It,
2: you find your people and it feels really safe. And like, you can share anything because I feel like there's so many shared experiences um, that I've had with so many of the women that I've met and connected with. And that's been really powerful. And I think incredibly helpful for me to even want to keep going. Like, yeah, I'm relying on myself to keep it up, but like, it makes a world of a difference to have other people sharing the same kind of struggle or similar struggle as you and supporting each other and kind of feeding off of that. Like we can do this, we will do this. And that's like, so amazing.
0: Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I would have, if I would have come this far if I didn't have my Instagram page. Right. Sometimes I think about that and not because of the Instagram itself, but just because of the connections that I've made and the people that I've met and the conversations that I have every single day with people. Um, It's just like motivates me so much and just keeps me inspired. And you're one of those people that it really inspires me daily. Well, you so. inspire me really
2: one cool. day. I'll get into a, like a real big girl gym, like you and weightlifting <laughs> oh. <have> machines.
0: <laughs> I just, you know what? I only, like I said, I, I started at the gym, right? So like that, well, I started at home and I love that you talked about that. Like, cause for me, there was this aspect of like, I was so uncomfortable in my own body and in moving my body the way that it was that just starting at home, like I got an elliptical, I think it was like in my parents' basement. I was like, I'm taking this. <laughs> I like, at home and I just started moving at home and it just got me more comfortable with moving my body yeah um and then I got into the gym and for me, like I said, like I'm people think I'm an extrovert I am not at all <laughs> not at all me either I am so shy <laughs> I am such an introvert. I prefer to like just be alone maybe not completely alone you know what I'm saying like I'm not yes.
2: Alone together—that's
0: what I like. Yes, yes, exactly. So it's so funny because I've been going to the same location and I go pretty much the same time of day every day. So I see the same people pretty consistently at the gym, and it's so funny because I've seen these people for years. I don't know who the fuck they are. I don't know their names. (laughs) I don't know anything about them. But I'm just like, it's just that like head nod, you know? Like, I see you. Yeah, I see you. you, Don't talk to me, please. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh I'm still God. the at-home work girl I still yeah work you home. but you
0: just that's the thing though that, that was my right. point my very long drawn up here's my
1: elliptical <laughs> yeah
0: you just oh, gotta find yeah. yeah you just gotta find what works for you you know um and I do still work out at home sometimes but I prefer that gym atmosphere because something about it it's the energy that just yes. pushes me so I, I push myself way harder at the gym than I would if I were at home like totally dumbbells or watching a video you know Totally.
2: And I think that I had learned how to push myself at home because it was all I had, but like now it takes a bit, like if I'm working out in my living room, like not even at the gym at my complex, but if I'm working out in my living room, it takes some time for me to get into it. Like, I really, I really have to like, I have to, I have to get my mind right for it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Naomi, I need to know what is your Zodiac sign?
2: I am a Capricorn. I love it. I know I'm on brand. I liked, I I, I'm like right on the cusp. I'm on the last day of being a Capricorn, but then, oh, I was just looking at this with my sister and I'm trying to remember, I'm like, everything's Capricorn. And I think I have like Scorpio on something else. Like, that's it. Like Like, your birth chart. Yes. For the birth chart. Yes. Yes.
0: I love it. Yeah. I was going to say Capricorn girl. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're like cool. Capricorn sun, Capricorn moon.
1: <laughs> Got yes, it.
2: It's so, yeah. It's I'll have to look, I'll send it to you too. My, I was having my sister look at it. I was like, does this make sense to you? Cause she's so, <laughs> like, on it. She's like, yeah, this makes perfect sense.
1: <laughs>
0: I love that. So what are your big goals for this year in your wellness journey? Cause I know we talked about this before we started recording, you're like in the midst of it, right? Like you've lost, you've lost a significant amount of weight, but you still have goals. Um, so do you want to talk about that a little bit?
2: Sure. Um, so I've lost 73 pounds, which is like crazy to think about. Like, I didn't know if I would ever, (laughs) It's so I was like, where is that weight? Where did it go? So um, I would love to hit 100 pounds by the end of the year. I am a part of the turtle club. I lose very slow. Part of it is, I think, just how my body is. And the other part is I do, like I've said, like I take times and maintenance where if I just know things are coming up and it'll actually cause me more strife to like be down on myself and I'm not losing a ton. But if I can just keep the same, I'm good. Um, but I'd like to get to 100 pounds. I think that would put me at ooh, 203, which also like growing up, 200 pounds was like such like a so big, and I'm like I look great at 230. Like I think that that's like a nice size. Um, but it is interesting within the community because, you know, like we it's like you had said like usually you see people at the end, right? You're, you're at your goal weight. This is what I've done. So now watch me maintain it. But right now it's like, I'm still plus size. I'm still trying to lose weight, but I've lost a good amount of weight. And I'm going to celebrate that and feel good about it. Like that's a big deal. 73 pounds is a lot to, to have lost and to keep up. And I'm, I'm proud of that. So big goals for the year is to hit that hundred pound marker, see how I feel, I mean, it'd be crazy to get under 200 pounds. The last time I weighed under 200 pounds, I was 15. So <laughs> I'm 32 now. I'm, I'm like, I'm not trying to, I don't know. I would love to, but I'm also not going to overwork myself and make it crazy to get there. If if I can lose a hundred pounds and keep that off, give or take five or 10 pounds, I will be happy as a clam. <laughs> crazy.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And I think it's important too, to just say that not everybody's like goal or body is meant to be thin and lean yeah. as possible. Right. Like totally. I just, we're just this- this- Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I think that there, there's something that I've learned in what you just said is that like, what, what my goals may look like isn't necessarily what people would assume, right? Like I look at like people like Tabria Majors, like Cammie Crawford, like thick, like fit women. And I'm like, that's goals to me, right? Like I'm not ever going to be super duper thin. That's just like, not even how I'm built. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm built like, but I want to feel good about it. And I want to look like you know, slim thick. Right. Right. Like, (laughs) so (laughs) so I think that that's something I've learned too, is like, everyone's goals are different and everyone's body is going to look different at whatever point they choose that their journey is done. And now they're in maintenance. And I think that's a misconception as a lot of people think like, oh, you want to lose weight. So you're going to look like whatever this fitness model looks like. And it's like, no, that's (laughs) that's not it. That's, that's not what I'm going to look like.
0: Yeah. And I know we see these like memes and the saying floating around all the time, but it's so true. Like you could do literally the exact same workouts and eat the exact same foods as someone else and have completely different results. Exactly. And that's just because we aren't individually unique. <laughs> like that's yes. just, that's the way and God made us y'all. That's the way it's supposed <laughs> to be, you know, like, yeah. um, and, and what is success in someone's eyes? It looks completely different for somebody else, right? And that's okay. Like, I think we need to all all stop trying to be like the same. Same. Yes. It's good that I we're totally all different, agree. right? And and representing different bodies too. Like, that's so important. Um. And how tall are you, Naomi? Because you're pretty tall, I'm, right? I'm five.
2: I've been growing up saying I'm five eight. When I went on my trip with Cat and Morgan, Amber and Aaron. Cat informed me that I'm actually five nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm five eight five nine is what I like to say. <laughs> so I'm like pretty tall. I'm like yeah, yeah.
0: it's like supermodel girl. Love it. Oh no, man,
2: I, I, Amber called me her stallion, and Amber gives off like five ten energy, and she's like five two. She's like- so
1: funny.
0: <laughs> Her and I, I actually chatted about up. that. Yeah. When she was on our show. Cause I get that all the time when people hear how tall I am. I'm five, two. Well, actually I'm five, two and a half. Oh. <laughs> five two and a half. Okay. Uh, people are like, what? You're that short. And I'm like, yeah, I just got big energy. That's it's all All the energy.
2: That's all you. Yes. Need to... Oh man. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm actually pocket size. <laughs>
2: Could, you could hold me in yep. your hand it's it's funny though because i think that i like i think you can tell i'm tall but i remember when charles and i first started dating like uh i met one of his friends and he's like i think it was probably code for like oh you're bigger than i thought you were but he's just like you're taller than i thought and i was like you've seen pictures of me standing next to charles he's like i did not know how to pose well you just thought mm-hmm. i was skinnier like you- <laughs> Uh, how how did you and
0: charles meet i love to hear love stories
2: modern love story charles and i met on the early years of tinder like before it was like a big thing so him and i have been together for gosh six and a half years well it'll be seven years this summer so we met and we've been together ever since that was like it's a success story right uh (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love it. You know what? I sold jewelry for many years and I've heard many, many love stories and probably over the last like eight years, 75% of them are, we met on a dating app.
2: I know, but it was like him and I were like, it was still so, they were still so like kind of taboo back then.
0: Yeah. Like, it was mm-hmm. like,
2: and now I was talking to my friend, Caitlin, she goes, well, Tinder now is very different. I was like, well, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard but <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is my experience we have a beautiful child out of this I have a beautiful stepdaughter so we're yes. good
0: to go I think the majority of dating apps are just different now the way people use them and I just think I, I mean I haven't been single in a long time but I think just sing, being single in this day and age is probably just very different different mm-hmm. I, I think There's a lot of hookup culture going on which is cool if you do but yeah,
2: no, there's. I think that there's just like probably what what was I watching? Ultimatum. And so, oh we're my God, about that this, show so. is
1: such a hot mess. I loved hearing it. Hearing about the show, I've got to watch it. Everybody we loves it. need to it.
2: watch it. It's ridiculous. They're all so young, and I just thought that maybe none of them should end up married, but
0: yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought too. Okay, so the show, the premise of the show, if you haven't seen it, is couples um i think there's like six couples right and one person in the couple has given the other person an ultimatum and they've said either you're marrying me or i'm done and so oh. they stick these six couples so 12 people in a house and then they all start dating each other but what in front like, of their spouse it's not yeah, sp- all they all- date other people and they are super young they're all like in their early mid-20s and they're yeah. all like and the people who are giving the ultimatums which most of them are the women there are a couple of men who gave the ultimatum um but it's I just find it I found it so interesting how much all of these how delusional these people are as far as like when it comes to planning your life you know because they're like in one year I want to have one kid and then in three years I want to have five kids and they're just like they're trying to plan all this shit out and it's like you're very like you're clearly very young and probably too young to get married if you think that that's how life works (laughs)
2: Yeah, because I you can plan that shit life. all you
0: want. It, yeah, I was just
2: sh- shaking my head a lot of it, and I was like, man, don't do that. Don't fall for that. Why are you doing that? Come on. So it's a crazy show, but I definitely recommend it. Uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm going to watch I'm, it. I'm
0: yeah. to watch it. 10 out of 10. I'm already waiting for it. season two. <laughs>
2: I'm excited for season two. I'm like, what are they going to pull out now? Like,
0: how I hope they find person?
1: even messier people.
2: They have to. I think that's the best way to, to
0: describe it too. It's just messy. I didn't and realize they messy.
1: date other people in the same house. Oh, and of course they
0: fuel these people with shitloads of alcohol too. So <laughs> they're, they're so trashed them. the whole time. <laughs> it's crazy. And they're like, like and dating they're... other people in front of their spouse. I'm like, I could this... never, I would be fighting people. The fact I mean, that nobody really got real. into a physical altercation blows me. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Bloss my is, well what's so crazy to me
2: is like every single like there are steps to getting on a reality show right so like yes. when i would hear the, the couples like some couples complain about being on it i'm like but you still went through the screening process and signing all the ndas and all that stuff and you're here
1: yeah. You're there because you want to be famous. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: and I, I found it funny that the people who complain the most about being on the show were the people who made like the biggest connections with people who weren't their spouses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so the whole so thing true. is, yeah, it's hella messy.
2: <laughs> so messy, so good though. You can't beat it, you can't beat Netflix dating shows right now. I think they're just like. It's their time to
0: shine. Yes. Yeah, so have you seen the newest one? Um, I haven't watched it yet, but I just saw the preview on my Netflix. It's like a um, sexy beast or something no. where they like take extremely attractive single people. And then they like do these like crazy makeup and like, m- like make them up as like, like monsters and like <clears throat> just fucking weird <laughs> shit. And then they go on <laughs> dates. Nope. I don't know. It they're that. S- themselves. Yeah, like they, so they can't see what each other looks like, right? So the idea is that they're like eliminating the, like the physical attraction, but then they show what these people actually look like in the preview, and of course they're all fucking like supermodels and shit. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's like okay, <laughs> yeah.
1: okay. The, What they should just
2: wow. have done blind at that point. This makeup factor is like really throwing me off. With this. yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: Okay. But I'll probably watch. Let's be honest. <laughs>
2: You'll have to report back. Tell me how it is because now I'm curious. It looks
0: awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh God. Man, so
1: funny. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> back to your journey.
2: I mean, I've uh, watched a lot of TV during my journey, so this is great.
0: <laughs> me too. Me too. Same, especially over the last two years with all this yes. uh, COVID and quarantining and all that. I think I've watched like totally. all the reality shows on Netflix <laughs> at this point.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, so Naomi, if you have, if, if somebody like slides in your DMs or uh, like somebody is asking you, they're like at the beginning of their journey, they don't know what to do. They feel lost. Like what type of advice would you give someone who's just starting out? Oh man.
2: Be patient. I think that was a big thing for me. I was like, I had lost 10 pounds. Why don't I look any different than he like patient.
1: Totally.
2: Um, I, cause I remember on my 30th birthday, I, in January, I was like, I lost 12 pounds and I was so excited and my friends had gotten me skims and they fit but they were very tight but i was like but i've lost 12 pounds like this is so i'd say my biggest piece of advice is to be patient and also take it like as as little of baby steps as you need for me it was getting through one meal at a time and just promising myself like okay for breakfast this is what i'm going to do all right i made it through breakfast and i didn't blow my points okay for lunch this is what i'm going to do okay i made it through this so just don't overwhelm yourself with looking at the big picture all the time. Like really take it hour by hour. If you need to meal by meal and give yourself time because the consistency is what's going to actually create the results for you.
0: Yep. nice. That's perfect. <laughs> yep. Couldn't, couldn't have said it any better. Uh, th- thank you so much for joining us, Naomi. This was awesome. So fun. We've been looking forward to chatting with you. Um, anything else you want to tell the people before we go? Well, thank you guys for inviting me. I was excited and nervous
2: nervous, and this was so fun. Um, You guys are amazing. And thank you to anyone that took the time to listen. I hope I had some little nuggets of, you know, (laughs) advice or something interesting that you took with you and yeah.